When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Will, can we talk about how you made a... A revelation to Ryder and I during one of our um, convention uh, Q&As where you seem to think there was a period of time where our audience were inmates. <laughs> yes, I heard this. <laughs> Can we talk about this, please? Because we never really had confirmation. Not that we doubt you. It just seems like such I a... Of course him. you doubt I me. Doubt of him. course you <laughs> There's no way me. I would remember. What I remember is that we brought in students on our Wednesday show. They brought in busloads of kids. I can That's see like how you would mistake high school no, students no, for no, inmates. No. So, so what I, I can't remember her name. J- Janelle? She was the sweetest woman in the world. She was the one responsible for the audience. She would always bring uh-huh. in dirt cake. Do you remember the dirt cake she had? I love dirt cake. Oh, yeah, she'd right. bring in, and she there was the the awesome uh, gummy worms coming out I of the top. Was of the Janelle. I think Janelle. It was something exactly like right. Jana Janelle. She was Janelle. the sweetest Which, yeah, woman. Yeah, she was. I for, oh my gosh. That's and right. I just she think was I remember with prisoners. Ha- yes, <laughs> having conversations. Know how they would 
like obviously minimum security. It wasn't like they were taking, you know, hey, three, seven, eight, six, one, four. Come on. Let's go watch Boy Meets World. What, what, mm-hmm. It was were they wearing orange jumpsuits. No, but it was like that's what they you would do is they were allowed like work release and the, to, to be out and they would come to shows to fill audiences. Well, we couldn't get audience members we had to like because again at the beginning of the show there was you have none. no choice you will enjoy this kid's <laughs> exactly. sitcom you they will build up the audiences i'm gonna find this out there is no logic to this whatsoever <laughs> i could again as i said this is it could so be wrong but these are the memories that i have a pretty good memory and i remember having this conversation so what happened was we started doing so much pre-tape by like third or fourth season we started having an extra audience show on wednesday but it wasn't a full audience show because we wouldn't have our MC, right. we wouldn't do like a big thing. Uh, so it was kind of like not as entertaining. Um, but so, and for that show, they started bringing in kids. It was like in the middle of the afternoon that we'd be taping our like four or five scenes of the episode, and they would bring in kids, like uh, high school kids in, uh, in school buses. And that's I what I remember that too. Yeah. So well, I found my super crazy, creepy, right, small, journaly like uh, thing from Seven the f- Psychopath. Seven yeah. Psychopath. It just mm-hmm. says my name over and over in different font. <laughs> Great. Um, no. So. <laughs> I uh, found my original journal that I kept for the first month uh, that we were doing Boy, and I was reading it yesterday because I was trying to find something specific, and it talks about exactly what you're talking about, Ryder, and it talks about shooting the pilot twice in the same night. And so we'd shoot... Shot an early show that's all right. the way through. That's right. I forgot that we used to do that. Yes, that's right. We had a full audience. Two rounds. Then it, it literally says in in my notebook. I'm like, and I Michael came that. in and hated. You never did. No, it would have been only our pilot. the episode. Yes, but I did that on my other show on Julie. We would do two shows, and other shows did that. So mm. what you would do is one basically where you just do one take of everything to sort of get it out of your system, and then the second show would be a little bit longer, and you do more takes. If I remember correctly, that's how we did it. That's right. I forgot that. So it says some it says did it that way. Uh, I was introduced in front of the audience. This is where I was. So this is day 12 of me being in Los Angeles at the time uh, where I was. I was by far the most nervous. I was shaking. Then as the run through started, I began to relax and really enjoy myself. Man, what a rush. It's the biggest natural high I've ever had. That show went okay, but not great. Then all, uh, then we all had dinner. After dinner, Michael gave us all more notes. He really <laughs> wasn't pleased at the way the first show went. After the note session, we got ready for the 7 o'clock show. I really wasn't nervous anymore, and we all went out and had a great show. Man, it was so much fun. It was by far the best, one of the best days of my life. So wow. we did the show twice. Yeah, I remember that. We did that. We only probably did it for like one or two episodes and then stopped doing it that way. But mm. yeah. That's right. You and we an called it a run through, but dinner. we did it. But we did it straight through yeah. with the cameras and an audience. Exactly. And then another audience came in after. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's so right. I just found that, and I was I was amazed. So it's exactly what you're just talking about. That's so. It cool. also says uh, uh, I. The thing that shocked me the most was all the prisoners in the audience yeah. as they no. were yeah, watching the show. That's what it says. Look you know what? Scene? You've been right sentenced there. to four years and ten sitcom episodes. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, you get blossom after good behavior. Yes. You get blossom. Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle. 
So today we are recapping season two, episode 10, Sister Teresa, which originally aired November 25th, 1994. The synopsis is that Corey's new gentleman attitude earns him a date with a cute girl named TK. However, things get intense when Corey finds out that TK is Harley Kiner's little sister. It was directed by David Trainer. It was written by Jeff Sherman, guest starring Danny McNulty as Harley Kiner. wrote this episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was a Sherman. Mm-hmm. That kind of makes yeah. sense. This is a legendary episode in my mind. It's funny. It, I, it, it really stood out. Yeah. You know. Blake Soper is Joseph Joey the Rat Epstein. Ethan Suplee is Frankie Stacchino. And introducing Danielle Harris as Teresa T.K. Kiner. And then Herschel Sparber as the delivery guy, who is so funny. Oh, so funny. Uh, so I can't believe recap- Danielle never came back after this episode. I right? know. How good was she She's in amazing. this episode? And I remember thinking that back then. Like, yeah. I remember being blown away by her because it's a lot. She had to come in yes. and own this whole episode. She's in everything. And she yep. did it. She's yeah, so she nailed good. It. Yeah, she She's nailed it. She's so good. And awesome. yeah, I um, I can't believe she didn't come back. I mean, I guess there's that Topanga girl just kind of got in the way. Yeah, I know. I was so <laughs> bummed that it was going to have to be her or me yeah. because I right. was like, I want to see more of her. I would. Yeah. I want this character. I mean, especially with the way the episode ends of right. her in the Matthews kitchen. And, she, and it was like, gosh, I can't I wait to see more. where this relationship goes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was. It's so cute. So it's so good. funny. And I mean, she could have yeah. just also been part of the high school gang. Like, yep, yeah, exactly. She could have dated Sean. She could have yes. been around. You know, it could have yeah. been like because it, it's such a dynamic, yep. fun character, uh, and also bummer. perfectly yeah. keeps Harley in check. Exactly. Right. So it, there's so it many different that, levels you can play. Yeah, yeah. It was when Bonnie used to come on the set and tell us stories about Bill that would embarrass him in front of us. Yeah. Exactly. And then it was like humanized Bill for us. It was those right. same. It's that same kind of thing. Yes. Uh, We can definitely add her to the co-star Mount Rushmore. Um, Do you guys have any specific like memories of her behind the scenes on set? I mean, Uh, Danielle and I ended up kind of becoming friends because I was like very good friends with Jenna Von Oy. And and Danielle and Jenna Jenna were like best friends and you dated Jenna for a long time. So you knew Danielle pretty well. I did. Yeah, we would go out to dinner and we would hang out. I just remember her being incredibly nice and yes. really, yeah. really good. She yeah, just I just, I just really remember good. having a huge talent crush on her. Like, I just yeah. remember watching her in this episode while we were doing it going, that's acting. Like, this yeah. person is so fun and so in control of yeah. everything. And I was just yeah. impressed. Yeah. Yeah, oh, she's she was great. Fantastic. Great. So to start our recap, we are in the Matthews kitchen. Amy is behind the door with her arms full of groceries asking for help opening the door. But Corey says he need a minute because he is nuking his socks. Corey is nuking his socks because he wants to wear warm clothes. He was going to start with his underwear, but he was a little nervous. That's a Seinfeld funny. joke. That's a yeah. Seinfeld joke. That's is Kramer, it? Kramer used to microwave his, his stuff. Oh, and then huh. and then he did it in the oven and then he started to do it in a pizza oven. So I don't know if we did it first. Or Seinfeld did it first. They might have huh. stolen from us. We were right next door to them for a while. That's true. They could have had spies on our <laughs> set. Corey opens up a new peanut butter jar to eat with celery straight from the jar. And Amy says, that's gross. Where did you learn Where did you learn that? And then Alan walks in from the living room doing the exact same thing. I like the celery reference because, you know, the famous celery poster. The celery. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was just, yeah. Yep. It's very cute. We know, we know where he gets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're in the school hallway. Corey tells Sean his mom said he should be polite for one day to see if people notice. And Sean says, well, I think you're not. I think you're polite. But then again, being polite in my family means wearing a tie to your arraignment, which. Hey. Hey, there family. it is. You got some stuff going on in your family, apparently. I sure do. 
Mr. Feeney walks down the hall with a student who is covered in the fire extinguisher white foam. I swear this is the background actor who is the Sean. I swear yep. it is. This, I know. He's used you, in everything. He's, I he know. Was, he was playing the accordion. He's like one of our all-star guys, yes. but it's not the okay. guy. Okay. I, I swear. Okay. I don't know anymore. All I right. no well, he was, he, this guy was great and he was consistently used, but I yes. don't remember his name. And okay. I, interestingly, I don't remember talking to him as much as I remember like Dusty or yeah. some of the yeah, other yeah. extras. So it's interesting that he was used so much and I, and I don't I really know. remember. I think maybe because he was over 18. His name in this, uh, Mr. Feeney says Mr. Mendoza. So he right. actually okay. gets like a name. A character name, right. A character name. Um, and I, you know, I don't know how we'll ever know whether or not he was the kid in the Scream episode, but we are, we are split. Reach We're going to have to get Reach to the bottom of this. I know. If he's listening. Yeah. Mr. Mendoza. Yeah. If yeah. you are. Or whoever played writer in the Scream episode. Exactly. Please reach out. Please reach know. out to us. Yeah. You can email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. <laughs> that is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. Summer is steadily approaching and you know what that means. Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation. Okay, maybe. Being thirsty? Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations. With your shirt on? Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. 
It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run. And you can travel with Liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. Mr. Feeney sneezes and the now polite Corey says, bless you. Mr. Feeney says that's very considerate of him. And Corey says, please tell my mother. And then Corey jumps into hyper polite mode and opens the boys room door for Eric and then asks if there's anything else he can help him with. And Eric says, nope, I've got it from here. I've got it from here. (laughs) Corey says, well, please make sure you tell mom I offered. And then Corey turns around and bumps right into a girl wearing a sex kitten skirt. It says sex kitten (laughs) on it. Sex kitten in the the Sex Pistols font. (laughs) Sex kitten. Yes, a sex kitten skirt. I I mean, we, Desiree, also wore the some some wild outfits. Yeah, the kind of almost like s and kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and now you've got like it. straight out of Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Like this looked like lingerie. Because it's also like a bustier with a, yes. with a shirt under it. It was yeah. intense. I totally was like, whoa, that is a, yeah, that is a mature outfit for yes. a high school or seventh grader. You're yes. right. Seventh grader? Yeah. Oh seventh God. grade. Ooh. So she, uh, he knocks the book over. He picks it up and checks to make sure she's okay. And then she is very aggressively flirting with him. She compliments his smile. And he says, oh, I use the toothpaste with the swirls, <laughs> which That's I thought cute. was funny. That's cute. Uh, Teresa is interested in Corey, but says she usually isn't into Velcro heads. But with you, it's working. She writes her number on the palm hair of obsession. Corey's hand. Yeah, hair, hair obsession. Yep. She writes her number on the palm of Corey's hand. And at first, he thinks she's pulling out a knife, which uh, <laughs> is funny. And he says, she says, chill, it's just a pen. Then Sean walks up impressed. And then there's kind of a dumb button about Corey not realizing it was the phone, number, phone number on the hand. Eh. Eh. And that was kind of cute. cute where it's like, okay. she wrote right. these numbers on my hand. What could this possibly mean? Like, that's, yeah, it's pretty cute. It's, I still now cute. cannot because I didn't put it, put it together that you both just said it. She's in the seventh grade. I know. I hadn't thought of that either. (laughs) That's horrifying. Well, wait, going back to the phone number thing. I didn't think him not understanding right away that the numbers, I thought that is cute for him to go, for him to go, what are these numbers? And for Sean to point out that it's her phone number. The part I thought was a little dumb was that he goes, how am I supposed to call her if I don't have her? Uh, Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that like the little bit of the extra button is a little like, okay, I I don't know. But I I actually think it's very cute that he's like, what do they mean? Yeah, what does this mean? That's funny. That's funny. Seventh um, grade. Yikes. And then we go to a commercial. We're in Mr. Turner's classroom. Corey tells Shawnee, talk to TK on the phone for two hours. And she has asked him out to the movies this weekend. Topanga is 
gone. gone. Just yep. not in the front seat. <laughs> not in the episode. Nope. Not in the not- episode because we're paying someone else to be there. And uh, gotta be honest, this episode, I'm fine with it because it's so freaking cute. And I yeah. actually love this relationship. But yep. it is very weird to build. We had the episode. So much of the building. We've, ha- of we've had so much relationship yeah. building. And then she's just gone. It yeah. seemed out of order the last couple episodes. Yeah. They just have seen like we just shot them and they just aired them and they should have gone. going to be until like gotta, season five, man. Like yeah. we yeah. really didn't become serialized until season four or five, if I remember. Like, and yeah. that's when it becomes like you're you, like the status of Corey and Topanga's relationship defines the serialization of the show mm-hmm. from like season four on. You know, it's like yeah, well, they're together, sense. they're broken up, they're together, they're married, they're not, you know, right. it's like, yeah. and so that will become the through line. But until then, I feel like it's just kind of a toss up what order these yeah, episodes it could is. be. Just, and they just throwing yeah. them out there. Yeah, yeah. bizarre. Mr. Turner enters and says fish kebabs will no longer be served for lunch because of a freezer mishap. And as the class applauds, Sean stands up and says, you're beat. welcome. It's <laughs> so <welcome>. cute. <laughs> you're welcome. It opens up so many questions. What yes. did you do? Yep. Did yeah. you do it on purpose? Yeah. I, I And I love that we don't get the answers. It's nope. just funny. Yeah. And then TK walks in. She's uh, now a student in the class. And she says, there's my guy. And she asks Mr. Turner if it's okay to sit two to a desk. He says no. Then she tries to bribe him with $5. Five spot. <laughs> yeah. You got a five spot. I love that she's just written as a full-on mafioso. Like, yeah. that's, like she is just written as a mob boss. That's, ex- that's the perfect way to think of it. They were yeah. like, what would a mob boss do in this Everything. situation? Yeah. Yeah. The stakes later. I mean, all of it. Yeah. It's just hysterical. It's yeah. great. It's great. Uh, and he points to an empty seat next next to Corey instead. So she Convenient sits there. Empty seat. Mm-hmm. Of course. Pro- well, Topanga's gone. So, yeah, you know, right. there's they shift around the seat. seats. Yeah. yeah. And then they're in the Matthews living room as Corey gets home from school. Amy and Alan reveal a wreath and a life size candy clown that's in the living room, having been delivered to Corey. Morgan, Lily's back. She's she's on a, she's there. On a run now. Morgan wants to play with it. She's also dressed like a clown. Did you guys notice? No. no. She's wearing like bloomers, you know, like the mm-hmm. shorts that look like bloomers under like a clown costume. And then she's wearing striped knee high socks and wow. a, a red hat. And she it is a it is a truly remarkable outfit. I was like, <sighs> what is going on with I this didn't notice outfit? that until the horn. Uh-huh. That's when I was like, oh, she's dressed like a clown. <laughs> Very strange. That this was funny though with the giant wreath. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Huge it's really funny. To, to uh, so Lily takes the clown's nose. Lily as Morgan takes the clown's nose to eat it. Alan and Amy ask who TK is. And Corey says she likes him because he's been so polite. Corey thanks Amy because of this life lesson. Alan then opens the door to another package from TK. This time it's sirloin steaks. The delivery guy says, nothing says I love you like a nice piece of meat. Can you believe how tall he is? So I remember this guy very <laughs> well. Does he come back for other episodes? Is I that think what we he remember? does. I because think he does too. Jason and I had a long talk with this guy about, because he was also like, he studied martial arts. He was a fighter. He's almost wow. seven feet tall. Wow. He was in the birdcage, the, the movie, The Birdcage with um, yeah. uh, uh, Robin Williams. And he told us a story about being a bouncer where we were like, so did you ever have to do anything? He goes, one time, only one time. And I go, well, what happened? He goes, a guy stood in front of me, and uh, he's, I, I had to kick him out. I was very polite. And he said, I'm going to my car to get my gun. And uh, so I, I had to hit him. And we went, well, what happened? And he went, he went away. 
That's all he said. And we were like, okay, That's okay. Awesome. He was just very, he was su- a super nice guy. Yeah. And I, was just I, very the quiet. The second I saw his face, I was like, I remember talking to him yeah. extensively. So I feel like he comes back for another episode or maybe. I think he does. This, I yeah. think he does. But he won the that's way. So I'll never funny. forget that. He won the that's, way. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't have any memories of him, so he I didn't great, get those cool stories. We, I wasn't there. Great. You're right. Amy wants to know this girl's deal, and Alan says TK is coming on way too strong and fast, but also this is pretty impressive meat. The delivery <laughs> man agrees. These are going to grill up great. That was an awesome one. Uh, the delivery man agrees and grabs the steaks, and he's going to head to the kitchen to make them all some food. <laughs> And then we're in the school hallway. TK is upset they sent Corey a wreath instead of roses. So she gets on the phone to make a complaint and she kicks Dusty Dusty, off the phone. Dusty off the phone. Dusty. As she yells into the payphone, Corey backs into Joey. Did you guys notice this like very overdone bump into each other? All this red stuff. Always the red stuff getting spilled. Always the red drink. This is the Desiree. You know, this is exactly the same beat. Mashes. Mashes, New York. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How funny would that if just Joey just said Mashes in New York? Oh my god. Corey apologizes, but Joey says he actually bumped into Corey. It's all his fault. Weirdly, the bullies are now kissing up to Corey. He's not sure what's going on. TK gets off the phone, grabs Corey's butt, and kisses Corey on the no, lips. Aggressive. To a nice I woo. Know. To a nice woo from the audience. Woo. Yes. Woo. And then she says she's going to get her coat so Corey can walk her home. And then Harley comes out of the bathroom, says hi to Corey. But Corey is shocked because he used his real name and didn't call him Baboon. But Harley says it's a new day. Corey thinks being polite is what's working for him. And then Mr. Feeney asks what the graffiti on the school lockers is. It says TK loves CM. And Corey says that maybe TK likes corn muffins. Corn muffins. That's a great joke. That's a great, great joke. joke. I love that joke. But why does he get detention? I thank you. <laughs> he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. Well, but he, they make it a joke at least, where it's like deten- he offers, like, do I? Yeah, I guess I'm going detention. to detention. And Phoenix like, yeah, might as well, or whatever. Like, yeah. I yeah, mean, at least they're like, making a joke about it. But you're right, Will. You pointed this out a couple episodes ago. Corey's been in trouble every <laughs> Way more. week. Every like, week, he is the biggest troublemaker in the yep. history of high school, and it's- the most popular kid in school. One woman after the next. Everyone always talks about him. He's that. Yeah, it's amazing. <sighs> Corey tells Mr. Feeney he'll see him in detention and Feeney agrees. Corey tells Sean that TK is obsessive and Sean says that he should cancel their plans for tonight. And then TK comes over and as she breaks down the night's plans, including getting the TK loves CM graffiti tattooed over her heart. It's pretty. pretty, Seventh uh, grade. Yeah. Seventh grade. That's amazing to me. Corey starts the canceling of their date. TK gets angry as Corey says he just needs time and says he's just like all the other guys. No matter how much you give someone, they're still going to turn around and stab you in the back. And she walks off. And then we're in Mr. Turner's classroom. TK isn't in class, but Corey wants to apologize because TK is upset. But Sean says, calm down. The politeness thing is, is really pulling him down. And then Mr. Turner tells them to not talk during his class. And right then, Joey comes to the door to tell Mr. Turner a truck ran over his bike. Turner frantically runs out and Frankie comes in to tell everyone they all need to get out. But just as Corey is leaving. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Before that. uh, Read poems. He does the Tony. It's such a, oh, Oh. when when he hears about the bike. Oh, it's such a Tony. And I will guarantee you that he, he took that from some kind of. Kurt Russell, something, something from back <laughs> in the day. Reference, you think? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I, the second I saw it, I was like, he did that. 
for me. I will guarantee you that <laughs> one oh. line reading was done for me, where you oh. then walk out and be I like, you see, I just did the Kurt Russell. Like, it was something, yeah. a, some yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Oh. We should ask him. <laughs> we oh we should. It was just oh, we, sure. we have to keep track of our questions for Tony, because we definitely have to ask him about the ties. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. how conscious he was of this choice, and, and was he, like, because each one of these must have been, like, a $50 tie, right? Like, tie. I'm yeah. sure. Every yeah. week. Unless got they're all vintage, new... which they, I, oh, I would they not be been. surprised if they're vintage ties. Yeah. I mean, how much time Sarah must have spent researching ties. There was a place you used time. to go to called Polka Dots and Moonbeams that I loved. Whoa. How do you and remember? It was on, How do you know that? Because that's I went awesome. with Sarah a few times to go shopping. Oh, that's cool. And she told me, like, because I was like, where do you find this vintage stuff? And she said, Polka Dots and Moonbeams. For all I know, it may still be around, but it was on Melrose. Very nice. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great stuff. Um, so right as they're about ready to leave, uh, Harley comes around the corner to stop Corey. Harley is distraught because someone, meaning Corey, stole the sweet smile from his sister's face. Corey, in that moment, realizes that TK is Harley's sister, Teresa Kiner. This means trouble. <laughs> and we go to a commercial break. And then we're in Mr. Turner's classroom continuing. Corey explains he didn't realize TK was Harley's sister. Harley says he would kill him, but TK says Corey is a gentleman. Harley threatens Corey he will take Teresa to the movies tonight and he will be a perfect gentleman or else his final date is going to be with Frankie. And Ethan says, don't expect flowers. Don't expect flowers. <laughs> so cute. And then we're in the Matthews living room. Corey comes downstairs wearing a suit and a bow tie for his for, for forced date with TK. Eric tells him he looks like a ventriloquist stummy and then says he looks like he's going to Sears to take pictures for grandma. Not I a date. If, like when you said, before you said the ventriloquist line, I had the thought. And I don't know if it's because I remembered the line or if uh, he really just looks like a ventriloquist dummy. But either way, it was perfect. I was it like, was great. It was a great so line. Good. He does because he looks yeah. just like a ventriloquist like, dummy. Yeah, right great. after yeah. he said it, I was like, yep, that's what nope. it is. Yeah. <laughs> and did you see from Tara, uh, Moonbeams and it's still open. Poker oh, it's still moonbeam. open. Yeah. West Hollywood yeah. on West Third Hollywood. Street. Mm, I want to go back. Mm. All right. Shout out to uh, whatever in Moonbeams. Mm -hmm. Polka dots. Polka dots and Moonbeams. There, <laughs> there you go. go. Uh, Frankie comes to the door. Corey is scared. He has a date with Frankie. But no, he's just picking Corey up. Frankie is in the... Frankie, um... Frankie is the driver. TK is in the car. He's going to be the chauffeur. As he walks out, Eric asks if Corey has any last words. And he says to tell Amy... Politeness kills. <laughs> and then we're on Corey and TK's date. Frankie is chaperoning TK and uh, In Corey. a giant brand new limousine, uh -huh. by the way, which is the thing that I love. This is like, yeah. this is like a nice ride. Yeah, I yeah. know. I think she rented it as part of her date plans. Yeah. I love, God, it's so like funny. Prom. But normally it comes with a driver. Yeah. So you wonder totally what, what Frankie had to do with the driver. Do you? Do you? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it was a big deal. They had to bring right. a, a car on set and yeah. park it and, like, light it so it looks like we're outside or, you looks know, great. it's dark around. Um, but, yeah, so I remember because all week we'd re be rehearsing just with chairs. You know, right. and then the the day of tape or the pre tape right. day, they would bring the car in. We all got to like cram into this car with the cameras. So I, yeah. I, I have, you know, very visceral memories of this. Yeah, it was that's fun. so funny. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves 
and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. It's 2024 and stress is already everywhere. Deadlines at work. Your kid's screaming at you. Non-stop traffic. The world is ending. That's a big jump there, Ryder. Sorry, kind of true. Yeah, well, when we want to get away from the struggles of everyday life and have some comforting me time, we break into some Keebler Sandies. Let's say it's finals week and Mr. Feeney has scheduled all of the tests into one day. How will Topanga find a comforting moment to herself? Go to the mall? Not with this hair. Play guitar with her father, Jedediah? Depends on which Jedediah. Bite into some delicious Keebler Sandies? Exactly. Keebler Sandies are buttery shortbread cookies made with simple ingredients. And each Keebler Sandies cookie is baked to perfection by the adorable Keebler elves for a light sweetness and texture that melts in your mouth. God bless those little Keebler elves. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. So, the next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Tell the elves Pod Meets World sent ya. They're real. I've seen them. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So having Frankie as the chaperone is a little bit of a nuisance. TK gives Frankie money to go get snacks and leave them alone. He loves the dancing snacks at the beginning of the movie. Eventually, Frankie does leave and the lovebirds are alone. TK then leaves to get drinks because Corey says that he's thirsty. And Sean hops in the car. He says he just lives on the other side of the fence. Yep, I remember how that does Corey not lo- How does Corey not know that? Probably I because know. he's in the back of a limo and he didn't know where they were he going. Didn't know where That's they how were I justified them. it to myself. Sure, it's like, sure. Of course he's been there before, you know? Yeah. yeah. Corey says TK is all over him and Sean asks how he usually strikes out. And (laughs) he says it it doesn't know it happened so naturally. Uh, Sean then leaves and TK gets back in the car. Corey wants to talk about baseball, but TK TK isn't interested. And a now disturbed TK tells a story about having a horrible time at a game. She's got layers. Is this is I'm just curious and it might be. And they did it in a kind of a more diet way. But was this a story about a girl who has such father issues that she's looking for love physically with everybody she can find? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I is that what it is that because there are he talks about I, I don't like knowing that my sister's fast. I mean, is that what it is that what this was supposed to be? Because it's kind of a very poignant yeah. story. I mean, I, I think it also is just like that's why. You know, because Harley is basically a father figure for yeah. her, right? Like, yes. So the, all of his, like, overprotectiveness, which we're supposed to think is just him being a bully, through this, by getting this backstory, it makes it more meaningful, understandable. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that he is just worried about her. And, yeah, 
Yeah, um, I was just because it's a very adult storyline told in a very kind of fun sitcom way. But it's a, yes. I mean, that's a, it's have a you serious... seen Boy Meets World? I know exactly. <laughs> well, I, I'm, 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 you just I'm sorry. I'm part, I'm part of the way through of... season two. Um, <laughs> so no, I mean, yeah, I think that no. that's a hallmark of our show, right? Yeah. Is that yeah. you have, and, and that's what you know. Somebody yeah. like Jeff Sherman is a great writer. Is that they take this situation and then insert a moment like this, which yeah. you go, Whoa, it's serious. It's, it's I mean, real. It's, yeah. It also explains, it, it also um, humanizes multiple people because like yes. you said, it makes Harley humanized why he yep. is the way he is. Yep. And then it also makes Corey soften about why TK is as obsessive mm-hmm. as she is because right. she has abandonment issues. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it is, it's, it's a, it's, sitcom, great. it's, it's a, good. it's a totally non sitcom way yep. to get a really like funny it's, and great, meaningful message. Very good. Yeah. It's just, great character development i mean that's yep. all yeah. we're talking about and i think and great acting. world the hallmark is that you you don't just have jokey characters you know yeah. You, yeah. you if you have a character you know obviously you can have like the mob boss guy delivering steaks that can be a jokey character yep. but if somebody is a real character you develop it which yeah. is why like i think i was so disappointed with like the desiree storyline right. you know because yeah, yeah, she yeah. didn't get any moment like this she was just you Off. know yeah two-dimensional but yeah whereas this case like tk's really funny really over the top of you know it's absurd like getting tattoos and delivering but you, you still she gets a moment like this where you have yeah. real character development and she yeah. nails it again and she nails it and She's as great. we we talked about because you brought that up writer um with the groupies from the band on the run the groupie right. girls where they right. were one note and we were like yeah right. but we're never going to see them again and who are these people um it makes me wonder if the plan definitely was for tk to come back i think yeah. if i'm not mistaken we're nearing the end of Harley. Danny as Harley. And yeah. so you wonder oh, whether crazy. or not so quick. that yeah. the reason she was given layers and, you know, real character development is because we were going to see her more. Yeah. And then but once we could have brought we, her back. I mean, I mean, well, maybe I guess it was just too awkward after. To, but, but we Danny brought Harley left. back because, I mean, we kept he, uh, Joey, you know, Joey and um, Frankie. Yeah. So why couldn't we have just brought? I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, yeah Danielle, I think that sounds of, like maybe uh, you're right. World casting will never cease to yeah, I know, amaze I know. us. So, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So she tells the story. She was eight years old. She was with her dad at a game. He even had her name flash on the scoreboard. But then he left with another woman, completely ditching her. She sat there alone until her brother, Harvey, came to pick her up. There it is, there guys. There it is. There we it is. We find Wait. out it's Harvey, not Harley. Okay. I don't understand this at okay. all what is is harvey a bad name like i just that's didn't, what they're saying but it's why? Not, i don't think they're saying it's bad it's just not it's not harley I but mean, they keep harley. saying like but they, the whole rest of the scene like you yeah. know ethan like mistakenly calling him it's like it's so awful to be named harvey and i'm like is there something wrong with the name Harvey that the name Harley is better? Like, they're the same name to me. Like, there's literally no distinction except one is associated with a motorcycle. Right. Maybe. I could. I mean, you're right. Because the letter, the one letter off isn't as impactful as, say, if his name was, like, Stacy or yes. Carly. Yeah, exactly. Something where it could have been more Harley. like. Like, yeah, yeah, could, yeah. Like, anything that, which I, you know, I, but I don't understand, like, the whole logic of this made no sense to me. I was like, Harvey? What's wrong with Harvey? Why would you ever be embarrassed by the name Harvey? I don't, that, well, that, I do see, though, Will's point. Like, the idea of, like, oh, my gosh, the big bully, the real cool guy is Harley. And then, yeah. wait, it's 
it's it's actually Harvey and we're we're calling you a cooler name. It's not that it's such a bad name as much as it's just not nearly as cool as being Harley. And then to wow. find out that little piece of information that nobody else knows, even if it had been a totally generic name, like, wait a minute, his name is Steve. Like, yeah. even just yeah. knowing that is enough to be like, I know something about you. Yeah. That would have been better, though, if it was something also, she different. she specifically says, I'm the only one who gets to call him that. So now you know that he's insecure about it, whether or not there's a reason to be insecure at all. Right. He he is insecure about it. It's it's strange to me. It's a strange yeah. choice. Like, I, I it should have to me, you know, it's like Sheldon or, you know, like you come right. up with a name that is sort of funnier or more conservative in some ways. Instead, it's just very similar to me. It's like it's like the same name. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, yeah. Well, Corey and TK are kind of having a moment, and then TK wants to kiss Corey, but Corey wants to slow it down. And then TK pulls Corey on top of her, and Harley appears at the car window and sees them. He calls him Harvey on mistake, and then escapes his attack out the sunroof with Sean. Harley yells that Corey is dead when he finds him, and then Ethan says, yeah, but he asked for Harvey. Who could that be? And then, oh... And then we are in the school hallway. Corey is hiding in the locker and Sean drops off class notes, which are apparently very bad notes with a piece of gum stuck in them. Just then, Harley, Frankie and Joey walk over and Harley pulls Corey out of the locker and Frankie pushes Sean into it. Harley after. Yeah, I think he's wearing my leather jacket. I was wondering about this leather it jacket. Is definitely is it yours? A, I, I couldn't tell mine. if it was yours. Is it yours? I think we need to hold on to Dude. the night. I'm I'm sitting there <laughs> going, that's my jacket. Like, yeah, Sarah just passed this jacket around. Like, it was the leather jacket. Now, Harley has worn a leather jacket before. But and he wore like, a hasn't biker been. jacket. Yeah, yeah. This is he a wore, different leather when, jacket. When, yeah. I thought the he same thing. He wore the thing. one with all the zippers and like more of a traditional biker jacket. But this is my jacket and it fits mm. him so much better. <laughs> Because it's what's well, a big, big? It was a me. big jacket. It was a it big was, jacket. Yeah, it was big yeah. on me, but yeah. It, and I had, I wore it for the band on the run, but then it went back to him for this episode, and then it'll eventually land on me. <laughs> but yeah, it's wow. the same jacket. Yeah. I thought I thought so. That's so funny. Harley, after sending Frankie and Joey away, says he trusted Corey, but what he saw wasn't cool. Corey says she made all the moves, but Harley doesn't believe TK came on to him. He turns around and he asks other boys in the hallway if they know who TK is and if she's fast, like Corey says, and they all agree. And did you guys notice that one of the background actors is wearing the same shirt as Corey? Really? No. Yes. What is that? My perception background. Yeah, if you Will, tur- where were you? I know, Miss Your Perception Boy. Take a Was it midnight? It's a, yeah, it was a little the late. Glass eye. It was a little late. <laughs> it was a little late. <laughs> I'm just also coming off of Love Island, UK. My head is going uh, different places. Oh, it's, wow. Yeah, it's a whole strange thing. Well, anyway, it, yes, one of the background actors is wearing the same shirt. I was like, wait, uh, uh, uh. okay, never mind. Moving on. That's bizarre. Uh, and as Harley thinks he failed with his sister because he's too busy being a bully, Corey tells Harley how much he means to TK, and they have a really nice heart-to-heart. Harley says he was hoping that Corey would date TK and gives him money to take her somewhere nice because she deserves it. Very sweet. Very sweet. Makes you just fall in love with our bully, Harley. Mm-hmm. Corey walks away, and it's revealed that Sean is still stuck in the locker, and he's blindly threatening Harley and then calls for Corey. Sean suddenly gets a spine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you're aware that they've walked that, off that, at least for gone, a little so. bit. Yeah. And then we have our tag. We're in the Matthews kitchen. TK is at a family dinner with the Matthews family and acting like a scripted robot uh, instead of her, her 
tough guy self. Uh, she's talking slow to be nice and saying, Mr. Matthews, Mrs. Mrs. Matthews. I remember this. No Wait, longer sitting in front like of dominatrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. She's wearing like something all the way up to yeah. her neck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's sitting in front of easily several hundred dollars worth of lobster. Yep. I know. I thought too. <laughs> I, I did think a couple times through this episode. Are we to assume that their family's very well off? Again, mafia well style. Well yeah, well connected. connected. Yeah, you're right. Maybe not even paying for truck. it. It's what yeah. falls off the truck. They get, right. you know, the extra exactly. steaks. The extra you're right. Exactly. Yeah. They've been taking the trash. Really fake too. I, I mean, know. Just <laughs> sitcom well, lobster. Eric says one of the lobsters is missing a claw and TK freaks out in her an angry outburst. But then she sits back down and starts her script right over this again, which is very funny. Is like, I'm just going to try this again. Yep. Starting over. Reset. Yeah. And I, in this moment, was like, yeah, I'm excited to see what how this character comes back develops, and brings yeah, to yeah. the table and develops with this family and with yeah. Corey. And well, did Danielle get other jobs too? I mean, she was working all the time. Oh, oh yeah, she did right? a ton of stuff. So I, mean, I wonder how much of it was that too. Like she yeah. might have not wanted to come back or you know just got other jobs and went into other. But talk stuff. about a know. cool dynamic to add to the friends. I mean, mm-hmm. could you imagine if if yeah. it became a four kind? Of, it was TK and Topanga. The yep. two, yeah. I mean, imagine a scene between the two of them. Yeah. Th- those two characters. I mean, oh man, it would be phenomenal. Where you do one episode where the entire thing is, you know, TK asked Topanga to ha- help her soften up, and it really has to turn out that TK has to have Topanga get a little harder. It's like, well, oh my god, there's comedy for days and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna take it one step further, what if the Sean and Topanga character are dating, and Corey and TK are dating, and now you have this dynamic really of like, dyna- well, it seems as though these two should be together, but. They're yeah. obvious, you know, they're not yeah. so much so, to do there. Yeah. Anyway, I have very good news for you guys is that we're interviewing Danielle Harris. So we, we get will to ask her get to ask her all these questions. I thought you were going to say we're going to be shooting that episode next week. We're going to do we it. Gotta time, invent the machine. time machine first. Time machine. That's right. Oh, you, keep, step one. you keep wanting to go to step two, but ah, we, we haven't figured you, out one. that part. Well, thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And as always, we have got merch. Like merch or whatever? <laughs> podmeetsworldshow.com. Please join us for our next episode recap, season two, episode 11, The Beard, aired December 9th, 1994. We will... Uh, See you then. Two days before Ryder Strong's uh, 11th brother birthday. You're exactly right. Yes. Two days. All right. We're almost there, 11th brother. We're almost there, 11th brother. (laughs) (laughs) Will, send us out. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon, and you can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going.
Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class. And 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago. And loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. 